We grow when we give. We grow when we give. We grow when we give. Nosotros crecemos cuando damos. We grow when we give. We grow when we give. Welcome to ROG, Return on Generosity. I'm your host, Shannon Cassidy. This podcast celebrates generosity at work, not financial giving. Giving valuable time, mutual respect, alternative perspectives, and genuine collaboration. Our special guest today is David Olivencia, an accomplished global technology executive and author with deep experience delivering measurable business results for leading organizations. David recently authored Networking Excellence, building a strong value-based network in an accelerating digital world, where he shares the approach to networking that has enabled him to climb the corporate ladder at some of the world's leading companies. David is the CEO and co-founder of Angelus Investors. Prior to Angelus Investors, David held various senior executive positions of increasing responsibility at many companies. He has been recognized as 40 Under 40 by Crane's Detroit Business, Crane's Chicago Tech 50, and Hispanic Business Magazine's Most Influential Hispanics in America. He serves on boards and is active in his community and with his beautiful family. What I appreciate most about you, David, is your positive energy and desire to make meaningful and generous contributions. Welcome to ROG, David. Oh, it's great to be with you, Shannon. Honored to be with you. Look forward to the discussion. Thank you. Me too. So this is closing out our Latino Hispanic Heritage Month series. So it's beautiful to have you with us. I would love for you to start off with a little bit of your background. So um, my background, I guess, all my family is from Puerto Rico. Uh, came here in the United States in the 40s, 50s with minimal, not even the language, and, um, and you know, worked hard. My grandmothers were cooks in a Puerto Rican restaurant, and that's actually how my, my parents ended up meeting. I say when, when, my, when my grandmothers were doing some cooking, my parents were doing some different kind of cooking. First in the family to go to college, an amazing ride as a senior technology executive in, in many companies. Um, First in my family, I got the engineering degree, I got an MBA from Rolls, uh, from Notre Dame, and then I've been doing early stage investing in startups the last 15 years or so, uh, which has been great. And as you mentioned, served on uh, two boards. I have a wife, three kids, a dog, a multi-poo. It's a lot of fun. It's actually very it's very special in my life. I, I always kept putting off getting a dog. The kids were like, Dad, we want a dog. Dad, we want a dog. I was like, a lot of work. I can barely take care of you guys. And, and you want me to give me t- so I ended up getting a dog. I think it's the best thing ever. That's a little bit about me. I live right outside of Chicago. And, uh, you know, this thing of networking, uh, it's been very in- instrumental in my life, my career, and it's helped me do so many different things, meet so many great people. And when, when I was reached out for this podcast and you think about generosity, it's like the big brother, big sister, or the cousin to networking because they're so, they're so intertwined and really resonated with me. So look forward to sharing some more perspectives. Oh, thank you for that. So how do you see them connected? Because I've heard you describing that. And in your book, you write about how it requires generosity or a spirit of giving, or you're using networking as a way to help people. So I would love for you to talk to us about how you see those as connected. Yeah. So networking through a lot of my research, reading books, interviewing people, uh, you know, it's creating and improving value-based relationships to facilitate 
mutual goal accomplishment. That's kind of the definition of networking, right? And it's so it's it's an ongoing process. It's about value and giving value back and forth. Where the, the generosity, you can argue that you know you, you can be generous, but it's great. If, it's great if you're generous with value, right? I mean, really helping somebody. Uh, and it's and it's mutual, right? It's not necessarily, I mean, you know, if you're always giving, always giving, giving, that's great. But those typically aren't enduring relationships because one one side or the other feels that hey, this is great, but you know, this is it's a one way relationship, right? The way I look at generosity and networking is is you really need to understand yourself, right? And and really understand what are your strengths, what. What what makes you happy? What's your purpose in life? All that, all these kind of self understanding. To then say, what are the gifts and the things of value that I can give, you know, to the world? Um, and that's not easy. That's why I capitalize the word work, you know, you know, networking, right? And then I also say, as part of the, you know, I have I have three parts of the framework of networking excellence. The first is the foundation, the second is execution, and the third is optimization, right? So the foundation you, you just is really about understanding yourself, setting the right goals, what's the right brand for yourself that acts as a magnet for, for your network, and then powering that with rituals and routines, right? So if you if you understand yourself and you know the strengths that you have, the value that you can have, now you now you know the arsenal of things that you can give to this world, to others to be generous with. I think a lot of people walk through life, they don't necessarily know all all the valuable things that they can give to the world, right? I think we all, all of us have, have that within us. And then the second part is the execution. Well, the, the thing, what I say in networking excellence is, and it's almost with generosity and, and they're, they're kind of related in here is that there's many, there's thousands of groups we can network with. There's thousands of people that we can network with. And I said, those who are networking excellence are a little bit deliberate in how they spend their time. And it's just around their goals and their interests. But once they identify the people in the networks that are aligned to their goals and interests, then it's about pouring the value, pouring the generosity. And, you know, you're not necessarily expecting any, anything in return, but there's just this general human law of reciprocity where amazing things happen and people who, who, are, who are best positioned to help you want to help you um, because of your generosity, the value you're giving and how you're helping them. Um, and then I talk about social media and other things. You can do. You can be generous with social media. You can be generous at events and all kinds. That's how I see generosity and networking. Um, the relationship between the two, Shan. Oh, that's beautiful. And I want to hear more about the social media and events. Just how to how to be generous there. But just to stay with what you were talking about with that introspection and clarification of your strengths. And I've also heard you talk about clarifying your values, like what do you deeply believe in? What do you stand for? And then it sounds like you're saying to find groups that have some reflection of those values and strengths, or you're looking for groups that could benefit from the arsenal of things that you have to offer. I mean, how do you suggest that people identify the right groups, so to speak, to network with? That's a great, it's a great one. So you, you, you have to understand yourself and, you know, all those things that I talked about that you had to grow in like, what, what do you value? But also what value can you give to other organizations? What makes you happy, your purpose? Then you also do introspection and say, well, what groups are you a part of today? Right? So you have, you have kind of that. And a lot of this is documenting, writing stuff down. A lot of people, you know, they kind of keep it up here in your brain and no, you got to really put in the work, which is why I capitalize the, the work and write this stuff down. 
but your your goals and the example I use in my book is is if if I ran I've ran a marathon once, and uh, but if, if somebody was starting out to run a marathon and that was their goal, they would think about okay, well, who are the right people that I should align myself with that can help me be successful in this goal? And they say, oh, maybe it's you know Coach A, you know. And they, uh, uh, a club, a, a, a running club, and you start identifying the people in the groups. And then you, and then it's the generosity, you know, and the value kicking. You say, okay, well, what can I do to help this coach be successful? Or there, there's this running club. What can I help to make this running club successful? Are there other runners that I know that I could bring in? If you know your goals, right? And then, and then you say, okay, well, I have these goals. Do I have the right people in the right groups? And then, oh, by the way, I'm, I'm a part of all these networks. And, and guess what? Here are my goals. Here are my network. And, and you know, there's, there's nothing there. There's no goals that are aligned to this group. So why am I spending all this time here? We don't have unlimited time. We have unlimited people. We have unlimited networks. But we don't have unlimited time, right? So this, I talk about this foundation. It's just so important because it helps focus your time uh, and your purpose and your passion. And it comes out in, in a much greater way for those, the people and the groups that you identify, Shannon. Mm. Oh, thank you for that. I think that's, like you mentioned it earlier, it's just not something that we spend a lot of time thinking about. And we'll go just kind of, you know, I've, I've also heard you use the analogy of the sun. So I'd love for you to, to bring that to our listeners too, because I think sometimes we're literally like trying to spread the light across the universe. <laughs> and it's like, you know, but then if you think if you like hold the sun through a magnifying glass, you could literally burn a hole through something, right? So it's like that focus versus that wide net that really isn't strategic at all. So I just want to want to get your thoughts on being purposeful. Yeah, no, it, it's, uh, it's important, right? And, and it, and I've been good at networking and all that kind of, but like even writing the book, I mean, my foundation and my focus is getting a lot a lot tighter. Um, but, you know, I, and I talk about the sun and I said, it's, it's, it's probably one of the most amazing things in the history of, I guess, a universe history, whatever. But if you think about it, it, it gives us life. It gives us light. It gives us energy. It makes things grow. You know, planets evolve around, around the sun and to our networks, right? We, we are the sun to our networks, right? And the more that we understand about ourselves, right? That we, what is our purpose? What makes us happy? What are our strengths? What that, what, what can be, we be generous with, right? The more that we're going to give that to our network and we're going to be that light and give our network the light, the life, the energy, help it grow, help it evolve around us, right? But it, it requires the work of, of, of self, self-understanding. And then on the purpose side, right? As you really spend the time and it's not easy. A lot, I mean, I mean, and I work with very senior people and mentor a lot. Very few are really like, what are their goals and what are their per- what is your purpose in life and what is your mission? And these are like really, they're not easy questions. And mo- I'd say ninety percent of people don't don't have them answered, right? And and when you begin to answer those and write them down, and work, it kind of begins to crystallize, right? And things change, life changes. What what I what I loved. 10 years ago is not the same thing that I love today. And, and so, and you have to put in the work and, and, and adjust. So 
that 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 was a little bit about the sun and, and a little bit about the purpose there, Shane. Yeah, and I think that speaks to your generosity, whereas like you wanna be the sun. The way you described how you approach a network, like you talked about running a marathon and who would you need? Your your first thought was, what can I bring to this club? What can I offer them? You know, And so I just don't know that most people think like that automatically, David. Do you agree? Uh, no, no, <laughs> not really, right? They think about, okay, what can I get? All right, oh, I'm just, oh what's what can in it for get? me? What can yeah. I get? Oh, I'm here. Oh, I, I'm uh, like very transactional, right? And, you know, it's, that's it. That's not networking. I mean, it's not networking and maybe, and, you know, maybe you'll be successful once, twice and get that. But if you want, I believe if you want enduring, enduring success and fulfillment, right? Because, you know, if you, you know, I, I, yeah, I watched the, uh, the blue zones and I, in my book, I talk about the blue zones on, on Netflix and relationships and, and all that kind of stuff. And these are part of the key of longevity of life, right? Is giving and growing. Um, the, the, I mean, generosity is a key generosity and gratitude and all that very, very almost, almost. And I think even more important than exercise. And I exercise a lot and all that kind of stuff, but it's a, those are vital, vital components of it, but, but networking underneath it has all the, the great ingredients to make those happen. Shannon. Mm. What do you mean about blue zone? Just oh, so, so those blue who aren't zone, familiar. Yeah. So blue zones, I, I, I would, this is before, it's a series on Netflix. It's a book. Um, and I, I was doing research on my book about just other benefits of networking. And I came across um, that, so, so I came across the blue zones. And what are the blue zones? So there was a study, and I can't remember the guy's name, but they looked at places in the world that had a extreme disproportionate people who lived to be 100 years old and above. And they, and they, they started, you know, and, and they saw, I don't know, like six, seven, eight, different places in the world. And they say, and then they went into each of those and they're around the world, California, Japan, Costa Rica, Italy, Greece. And there's maybe one, one other, uh, one or a couple others. Um, and they started looking at, well, what's going on here? What are they? And they started finding like different commonalities, right? Some things are, you know, some things were, were, would be, would be obvious in terms of just exercise and, 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 you know, what you eat and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, one of the things that, that, that they found is that the community and the family and the relationships and the, the constant interaction with people it was one of the overarching factors that, of what, how, how and why people live to be beyond 100 uh, in these, um, uh, what they call, in, in the blue zone. And so I said, I said, interesting networking. It helps you get a more rapidly helps you get a job, accelerate in your career. It can, it's a great tool to help you accomplish your goals and can make you live longer. So I said, ah, and it's good, good for you. you. I mean, come on. get out there and network. It, it just can't get better than that. Right. I mean, I'm with you on, on gratitude and generosity clearly. And now networking, I'm going to add to my list of favorites because it's like, when it's when it's like exponentially good, it's good for you. It's good for others. It's good for the world. It's good for your health. Like, yes, do more of that. Do more of that. Yeah. Let's prioritize it. Of yeah. course. Yeah. 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 And that's what I love about yeah. your book is it's structured. It walks people through a process. And it's a lot like other areas of study that it's like you do it every day. It's like negotiating or emotional intelligence, right? The things that you do every single day, but you just don't 
really break it down into like, how do I, how could I be better at this? You know, what do I do well? What could I improve? And I just love your thoughtfulness of like digging in and saying, okay, let's, it starts with the foundation of who you are, what you stand for, what you have to offer. I mean, how did that come to you, David? I can imagine this would be like you having to say, okay, how do I put how I think into words? Yeah, Shannon. So through my, through my life, especially the last, whatever, 15 years, uh, you know, people say, oh, wow, Dave, you know, oh, wow, that David, you know a lot of people. Wow, David, you're very connected. Wow, that David, he really knows how to network. He really, and, and you know, and then over time I say, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at it. I've learned, I've read, I've done different things. But then I'd say, okay, well, but nobody teaches you. Like, you don't, it's like one of the top skills for finding a job, all this kind of stuff. You don't learn this stuff in school, you you know, and, and uh, minimal to zero is it taught in any bit, in schools and in, in universities in America. So I had to really think about, well, how, how do I do it? Like, what, what is it? Because mm-hmm. some stuff is just yeah, what is it? subconscious, right? And, and mm-hmm. so I, then I had to think about, well, and I had to think about all the different processes. Okay, well, it's not just, uh, well, going to an event. Well, no, you can't just, I mean, you can go to an event, but if you don't know kind of who you are, then you, what are you going to talk about? And then I said, okay, well, you got to know who you are. Well, you know, so then I started, you know, deep diving. Well, how, well, how do you know who you are, and what what does that mean? And and then and then I, you know, then I even went back further. So why is this thing important? Like, why should we care? What are the benefits? Which is how I came across the blue zone. So you know, you, you kind of start gathering all this data and research. And then I'm interviewing. I interviewed like 30, 30 or so people who achieve networking excellence, and I'm kind of I'm getting their inputs and and trying to synthesize this and trying to think about. Uh, okay, well, here are kind of the, now I can start to see, here are the step-by-steps and the way you can lay it into a, a, a framework that that one can think about it. And then I've got, in the, in the book, I put exercise questions and all that kind of stuff. And, it, you know, I was like, in, in the end, I, you know, I always say it's like, it's it's your network, it's your goals. And But I think, and regardless of who you are, and at what point in your career, I believe it can, you, it can make, it, it's helpful. It will be helpful for you. It will, I will guarantee if you follow what's in the book, you will more rapidly accomplish your goals. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. Guaranteed, right? Yeah, because you're being thoughtful. You're being strategic, right? You're being intentional. People can see that from a mile away, right? If somebody's just kind of randomly showing up somewhere as a taker, or if somebody's intentionally showing up to look for ways to make a contribution, to learn something, to to offer something. So I think that's that's awesome. I love that you that you did this. So I want to talk about the second piece of the book around execution. Like what are some of the best tips or, you know, what, what is a recommendation you have for our listeners for when they're in that execution mode? Yeah, it's, um, it's where the magic happens. And I think that in the generosity part is, is really, it, it, it's, it's the plan, it's the execution, and, but in the, the generosity is kind of mixed in there. So, um, you have the, you've built this strong foundation of all the things that you understand yourself. You've got the right smart goals. You've you've identified your brand, and you're powering that foundation with rituals. So your foundation's done. Now, now with execution, it's about okay, who are the right people who can help me accomplish these goals that I have, and maybe even stretch goals that I that I want to have that are part of my purpose, that what I believe going to make me happy, and all that kind of stuff. And by the way, these these are work, life, the goals could be anything, right? So, so you identify, and this is like, like, you know, 
John Smith, <laughs> Jane Sanchez, you know, and you're writing the names down, right? And then you're writing the, then the networks. Okay. What, well, my goal is to run a marathon. I'm okay. I'm a, oh no, I, well, I need to be a part of these. And you're writing them down and then you're going kind of one by one down the line. Okay. Uh, uh, John Smith. Well, when am I going to see John Smith next? And what should I do to help John Smith? Oh, I'm going to see John Smith two weeks from now at a birthday party. And I know, and now I got to research John. Well, what are the three things that John cares about that, that he wakes up every day that are part of his purpose and his mission? And what are, what are the things that I could bring to John Smith that could be helpful at that birthday party at that day? Okay, and you write it down and you execute. And then you go to Jane, you go to Jane, Jane Sanchez, right? Same thing. Oh no, well, hey, I'm gonna see Jane in next week at church, right? And or the church picnic or whatever. And it's the same thing. But you do that, and it, 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 it you know, they in the book they say the right numbers, you know, the, the most people can kind of handle and manage. It's like 200, it could be anywhere from whatever anybody's comfortable with. It's your network. But I'd say, you know, 50 to 100, start whatever. And it depends on your goals, but it's this, it's, and it's a, it's, it's magic because you're doing it. You've got your goals and you got a hundred people and you're figuring out, okay, how do I help them? How do I help them? How do I, how do I help this group? And then, and, and I talk about rituals and routines. And then, so the week goes by every Sunday on my calendar in the evening, I say, okay, how did I do? And, uh, okay, let's go back. Okay. John Smith. Oh, uh, John Smith. Oh, Jane. Wow. Wonderful conversation with Jane. You know, um, we're going to do this. And when's the next time I'm going to connect with Jane and help Jane accomplish what she's going to be doing. Right. And, and then that's that generosity, but it's, but when, if you're begin to put a ritual and routine around, you know, the people helping them be successful, and these are the right people, you know, the right people, that are aligned to your goals, it, 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 it's amazing what, what magic begins to happen in ways. And then you can like even think about, Oh, well, you know, you know, Jane and John, they both have this common goal. Maybe I connect both of them and, you know, in in a very, in a generous way. Right. And, and so, so, and then you measure, so you, and you measure the value that you give them and you keep pouring that value, uh, Shannon, and 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 that's 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 the a simplified view of of exec- execution. It's mm-hmm. amazing what happened. So you've talked a lot about these rituals and routines, and it sounds like one of them for you is a Sunday night review. Curious to hear how how do you evaluate how a meeting went? So you know you meet with Jane Sanchez and you say it went well, but like is that like on a scale from one to ten? Is that like how? What is your, me- and do you suggest that people come up with their own way of measuring success? Yeah, I, the, the, it requires work and you're giving. So what success is, you formulate a hypothesis and say, hey, I, I mean, I know Jane well enough. I think I, my sense is Jane loves these three things. And here's my hypothesis that I think I'm going to bring to Jane that can help Jane be um, very successful and more rapidly accomplish whatever goals she wants to accomplish in her life. And when when I meet with Jane, I say, "Hey, Jane, great, great to connect. Hey, by the way, I've, I've been thinking about some of the things that you have going on. And here's, you know, there's a couple things I wanted to touch with you. One is 
there's a book that I think you might be might be interested in it's called X. Second, um, I have a person who's, you know, that I know that's in my network that does X, Y, Z, that might be able to help you with your goal B. And, uh, you know, goal C, it's been interesting. I've been working on that as well. Something I'd love to follow up with. Somebody, and then, and see what she comes back with, right? And she comes back with, no, that's great. I'm, you know, and then, because they're going to be very engaged to talk about things that they care about, right? And yeah, well, for sure. Do you, yeah, you, do you know that that, and then you, so is it a success or not? Is Did it resonate? Did, because maybe I was wrong. Maybe my hypothesis, maybe those aren't the right three things that she yeah. cares about. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And then you don't say, okay, well, then you, then you use the opportunity to understand, well, are there other things that you're, that are, you know, that you, that are you deeply care about or they're keeping you up at night or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever people say, right? Yeah, for sure. Connect, ask questions, listen. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's, so your default is how yeah. can I give? How can I help? Right. That is so, you, so as you're interviewing these individuals to help you write your book and just you were looking for themes and did did it strike you that that is a common way of approaching networking or because I think you're uncommon. Yeah. I mean- <laughs> I think your your style is unique and awesome and I and I applaud you and want everyone to be inspired by this but I also think it's it's uncommon. So what have you found? You know, it, it, there there isn't uncommon to it, but I think the other it all kind of always also goes back to the value proposition, right? Like if you're going to make an ask for something, you also always got to think about like why should this other person why should they care about it? Um why is this going to make their life better, easier? Is it aligned? You know, is it aligned? Um, and uh, um, so, I mean, I, I guess I, I am, I am different in that way, but I, you know, I'm, I've been, I'm why I'm, I've been wired to network and I, and, you know, and, and, and I love it, but, I, but also want to do it the right way. And which is why I wrote the book. I wanted to, wanted to share the different examples. I think, and yeah. I think people, you know, I, I think people in general are, uh, I give them always the benefit of the doubt and I think they all want to do good things. It's just sometimes mm-hmm. they may not have this view and, and, uh, approach, you know, to, to getting things they want. Right. Yeah. And, and, and so that's another reason why I wrote, wrote the book and hopefully it helps people, um, you know, on their journeys. Absolutely. And so you mentioned how the word work and networking excellence is all capitalized, the word work, right? Because you're you're acknowledging that this takes work. It takes energy. It's not just like a random, you don't get magic randomly. You get magic because you work at it and you, you know, you you use a, a structure or a format. And then you're helping us to understand like the execution. What does this look like and feel like? And, you know, considering like doing the research, the homework, looking into, you know, what's important to these individuals, making time to connect with them. I mean, just on that point, when you're, say you've identified someone who you want to meet for the first time, so they're not already in your network, you see that there's commonalities, you do your homework, you reach out to them, they ignore you. You reach out again, nothing. You know, what do you suggest people do to get the attention of someone who they really want to network with, but who doesn't see the value in them yet. Yeah, it's, it's tricky. Um, so step one is like, why should they meet with you? What value are you going to bring to it? And you mentioned that the next step is you can go direct and I've gone direct 
and I've been successful at it, not all the time, but but more more times than not. Um, but the other way is, do you know somebody who knows that person that can introduce you to that person? That's usually better, and then they can help bring the value proposition and vouch for you because. And it depends where you I mean. The higher up you go in organizations, the more like the the protective filters, you know, get uh, get there uh, for their time. So so it needs to be careful. But it, it's it is a it is a muscle and a strength and an art to really craft why what you're bringing is of value to whoever you're trying to contact. And it's not, and it requires work. It's not easy, right? It's it's not easy. Yeah. So just keep. Keep at it, and then I love the idea of thinking like, who knows that person? That's one of the things I love about LinkedIn, which is a good segue to social media generosity and even being at events and being generous. Like, what are some suggestions you have or ways that you like you could see it from like someone's profile? Like, oh yeah, that's 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 a giver or that's a generous leader. Yeah, uh, well, we can start with events first. You know, we we. We go to, we get invited to, we go to networking events and, you know, some people argue, you know, every day is an opportunity to do networking, right? We we come across new people almost every day in person and or, you know, virtually. Um, They're just more micro type type events. But, but as you look at networking events, you know, if you don't have a, if you don't have the right foundation, you'll be, you can get pulled into thousands of different networking events, right? You, we all don't have unlimited time. Those those who achieve networking excellence are deliberate about the events that they, they attend. So I like to look at events like what do you what what are you doing before the event, what are you doing during the event, and the follow up. Right. So before, right? Do you know who's going to be there? Can you read? You know, are they aligned? Can you do the research on them? Can you even reach out to them in advance of the event with the value prop that we were just talking about, so that you use the event to really. It breaks the ice. It makes it very easy. And in my book, there's like 30 or 40 different like techniques of just, you know, not looking at your phone to like, um, <laughs> they say, God, God has given us two ears and one mouth. We should use that in that proportion. Right? You get these people, they just sit there and they talk, they talk the whole, whole damn time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, bring, bring people in, things, you know, to people, introverts, helping introverts out. Uh, which is a bit of this generous. It's a generous. That's a generous part of it. That's another thing of generous, right? You want to you want to include everyone, uh, and then after ninety percent of the people, and I know a lot of you know, interesting people, they 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 screw up on the follow up. So after the event, those who you connected with, are you following up? Are you following up with value and how you can help them and be generous and help them, right? And so so th- th- those are events. There's a lot. You know, put a lot more detail. You know, in the in the book around that, but um, but but those are those are events. They can turbocharge your network and your goals, right? If you do them the right way, even you put more gasoline in it. Um, on the social media, Shannon, social media is interesting, right? Because the great thing about social media is you can reach millions of people around the world instantly, mm-hmm. right? And you you know what the bad thing about social media is, Shannon? You can meet millions of people around the world instantly. instantly. <laughs> so if you if you have if you don't have the right foundation, uh, I see people tweeting about posting about dancing bears to cats and dogs kissing to all kinds of stuff that have nothing to do with 
their purpose, their brand, where their goals yeah. are and what they're doing. And they're just putting junk out there. Mm-hmm. Right. And so what, what I say in the books, we need to be like a, a, a sniper of value, right? That's such a, you've thought about what you're going to post that it's, that it's a value right to your community and mm-hmm. what you're doing. So, so there, there's kind of content that you put out on a regular basis, but there's also then how you then interact with folks and interact with those in your network or potential network. And yeah. kind of, I talk about it like, like spheres of influence, right? Those who are in your, your you know, your network, you really want to be more, you know, again, you can't, I love the world. I love everyone, but I don't have time. So I got to focus and priority. So I prioritize where I put my time uh, in those areas. So, so social is, is great, but you got to have the right foundation, Shannon. If you have the right foundation, social media is an, phenomenal tool to connect with, to add value to, to share, to share your thoughts and help people and be generous. Right. Um, so that, that's, that's, that's my thoughts on, on, on social that's media. That's awesome. Thank you. That's really encouraging and another way for us to be thoughtful, right? I think that takes the work you're doing in part one, the foundation. And like you're, you're saying with your book, there's, there's like framework structures, questions, worksheets, like, you know, for people to like really roll up their sleeves and do this work. Um, and then the last part the last pillar is the optimization. You know, what, what can you teach us about that? Yeah. Like, like any, you know, with, with optimization, like anything you, you, you have the strong foundation, you're executing on it. Now you're putting in the work, you're taking a step back and you're saying, okay, do I have my goals changed? Has my mission changed? Has my purpose changed? Do I have the right people in the network? Kind of your earlier point, Shannon. You know, hey, I've been reaching out to this person three or four times. They haven't responded. Oh, maybe it's time to move on. Maybe the it's not meant to be. That's all. That's good. It's like, hey, that's good. I got another 150, 100 other people I want to be generous with and help. Okay, no, no, no worries. And, uh, uh, so, so the, it's just, this is optimizing and then, then think, okay, are there the right events? You know, have, have I, are there other, are there ways I can connect people in my network? Is my, ner- my network diverse enough and diverse, you know, like mine, you know, is it too, too ethnic in one way? Is it too male in another way? Right. Just really thinking about, well, how, what do I need to do to really, uh, uh, optimize my network? But you, you know, you, and you also optimize with the events and you also optimize with social media as well. So that's, that's the optimization. Mm-hmm. optimization yeah. Channel. That's great. There's so many facets of it, you know? Um, and I just love that you took the time as painstaking as it was likely to, <laughs> to put your thoughts together in a way that we can follow along and we can share with others. I know my, my son is a senior in college right now and oh, wow. he went to a networking event last night and we were debriefing it today and I told him, he knew that we had our interview <laughs> and, and he just, I said, what do you want me to ask him? And he said, ask him, how can I stand out? You know, what are ways that I can stand out? If, and he said that at this networking event, the way that he watched people approaching it is that they literally would interrupt conversations by like putting their hand in the middle of, uh, you know, to get the handshake and then basically take over the conversation and, he felt really uncomfortable about that, but he said, you know, I just said to him, you have to shake at least three more hands than you planned. So he texted me last night. He said, I shook eight hands. I said, okay, good. But like make a genuine connection. But anyway, how can he stand out? How can anyone stand out? 
It's a great question. It's not an easy one. Um, so I go to just, I'll go to just the fundamentals, right? You you have your foundation, and as it relates to the event, do you know who's going to be there in advance? Can you reach out to them in advance? Because if you go to an event and it's just people and everybody's fighting to shake hands, and maybe there's you know four or five people that everybody wants to meet, and there's a line of fifty people there, you're, you're not you're not in the best position for success, except. If you're one of you're one of the very few that reaches out in advance, uh, and and then you know and, and connects with them if you can get their information or whatever, and or researches their background and finds some unique point. So so that's one way you can stand out in advance. Second way I like to do it is I like to get there early, and I get there early because usually the person who's coordinating the event is there. And there's not a lot, and people, early bird gets the worm, right? So most people come late or whatever. So if you get there early, then you can meet with maybe the, likely the person who's running the event. And if there's whatever, five key people everyone want to meet and say, hey, you know, Jane, um, I'd really like to meet person two. Here's, here's why I think the value that I can add to person two and why I would why I think it would be worth his while to uh, his or her while to meet with me? Would you would you mind making an introduction? And um, I think that would be another way uh, to put you in a, in a different in a different in a different light. And then other than that, it's tough. You can wait in line. That that, that stuff is just I've seen it. It's painful. It's very painful for me to watch. Like the long the long line of resumes. Like I tell my kid, I was like, oh man, that's just, that, that that's a painful, that's, I don't even know, I, I wouldn't even call that networking. I'd call that like, I don't know, a cattle herd or yeah. something like that. Like, you know, <laughs> right. I don't, yeah. And I, and I think that's part of why some people hate networking yeah. is they think they associate it with something like that. And that's what I really love about the way you're helping us to reframe it, redefine it, reassociate with it is that it's an opportunity to be of service. It's an opportunity to make meaningful connections, to align with your values. I mean, there's so much goodness in the way that you're describing it. And so I just think for those who have otherwise hated networking, you know, maybe you just haven't done it this way before. Yeah, no, you know, there's, and there's introvert. And I think this helped, the way I've laid it out in the book can also help introverts, right? It's not easy, right? You know, and I'm, I'm pretty good at it. I'll go to an event by myself. I'm, 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 I don't care, but it's not, it's not easy. And I remember being nervous and, and, and going to different events, you know, in my past and, and it's not easy. So hopefully these techniques, you know, and, and tools help. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, you got to get out, you know, but, but I've met so many beautiful, wonderful people, you know, in this world by getting out there and, you know, being a little bit uncomfortable that it's, uh, you know, it's made it great. It's made, it's made life wonderful. That's fantastic. So just in closing, you know, you are the co-founder of Analyst Investors and you help individuals with, you know, raising capital. You're an angel investor. You even have some unicorns. I'd love for you to share with our listeners what, do you, what else you do professionally. Yeah, so um, I'm an early stage uh, investor in startups. Um, I've invested in, 70 or so startups. Um, Three of them are are unicorns, which means they've reached a billion in valuation. Um, 
uh, and, and you know, and some, you know, some have done well, some have not done well, and this is a very high risk, high reward um, asset class. So I do that. Um, I serve on two corporate boards. One's is a kind of a broadband uh, tech board, and the other is a regional bank uh, in the Midwest. <clears throat> um, and then I've I've got this book, Networking Excellence. So I I, I speak um, I speak to corporations, a bunch of bunch of Fortune 500s, a lot of technology companies on how networking can help them accelerate their careers, increase their promotional velocity, more rapidly accomplish their goals. Right? Some are trying to get on board. So how do you how do you look at networking to position yourself for a board of director? So those those really those three areas are are and they're a bit intertwined, right? And it's I'm having a blast. I mean it's yeah. kind of back to my foundation and my purposes exactly what I want to be doing and uh, could imagine doing anything else. Oh, that's fantastic. So for those, I mean, there'll be loads of links in the show notes, but for those who are listening to this auditory only, what, how can they find you online? Sure. So on LinkedIn, it's uh, David Olivencia. I think there's very, very few David Olivencia. It's not, it's not like John Smith. You can find me there. I'm on Twitter uh, as well. Uh, and, and Instagram, PR Dave O. PR Dave uh, where, where yeah. I can, yeah, where I can be found. Okay. Uh, LinkedIn is probably where I, where I spend most of my time. Shannon. Yeah, excellent. So I'll put links in the show notes there. So just to recap, you know, we like to end every show with some key takeaways. Um, so the number one thing I think is to build your foundation, clarify your foundation, set up those routines and rituals. Like, what is a weekly habit that you could build that could help you to take this to the next level? I, I really think that's the number one takeaway tip that I would give everyone is to to get, a get your book to clarify their foundation, establish what kind of a weekly ritual works for them to really invest in this. What else would you say, David? Yeah, it could be daily. You know, I've got a daily ritual every yeah. morning, right? And it just helps helps me start out the day the most efficient, energetic way possible, aligned to everything that I believe in. Um, but yeah, that, that's those would be those would be the key. And then, and then you look at your foundation, right? Really like of all the areas of the, if you don't, if you get your foundation right, then the other components build on top of that. Mm, right? Excellent. Oh, well, thank you for investing your amazing talent treasure and our, your, your gifts with us. I so appreciate you. Oh, equally appreciate you, Shannon. And feel free to reach out to me through those who are listening on, on uh, social media, get out there and, and network. Thanks for listening to ROG, Return on Generosity podcast. Please help us grow by subscribing and reviewing us on your favorite podcast player. And for more information, visit bridgebetween.com. We grow when we give. We grow when we give. We grow when we give.